Hiya, this is Phil from Pico. I am so privileged today because I've got Jilly, Jilly Riley with me at the moment. Nice to see you, Jilly. You too. Thanks oh. for having me. So we've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, I managed to get some information from you from one of my colleagues. We actually live in the same village, more or less. Yeah. Have you? Did I read that you come from Wakefield originally? Yeah, originally, yeah, born in Wakefield. Yeah. When, yeah. when did you get your passport over to South Hemsall? Oh, um, I went to Upton first when I was 10, and I moved out and got my own place when I was 18, so uh, it's quite a while ago. <laughs> well, you only in South Hemsall. Well, you only look about 20 now. <laughs> So uh, the reason we got in touch was because you, you're just releasing a charity single yeah. uh, called Over the Rainbow. Yeah. Obviously, older people amongst us will remember it, but a lot of new people won't. What made you pick this record? Well, me and my partner, Matt, we put out a video during lockdown last year of this song, just an acoustic version. We thought... We just wanted to put something out there that would inspire people and lift spirits because it was such a terrible time. So we did that and people went crazy over it. So we thought, right, we have to do something with this song. And the rainbow's become associated with positivity, keep safe, NHS, everything. So it just made sense to, to use that song. The charity for Over the Rainbow that you're supporting is the Samaritans. Yeah. Why the Samaritans? We wanted to do something to support suicide prevention. Um, we discovered that in 2019, the suicide rates among men in England and Wales were the highest that they've been in two decades. And the rates in men and women were the highest in Yorkshire and the Humber. Obviously, we live here, you know, in Yorkshire. So we thought, considering the pandemic and what's happened, that those figures have probably increased and it'd be nice to do something to support that coming down um, and I, I've personally experienced what it's like to lose a loved one to suicide I lost that's husband. what I was getting at usually there's a reason yeah, why yeah. somebody has experienced it yeah well, I lost my dad when I was a little girl and it's just awful it's a terrible experience and if we can you know support a charity that offers help to people that are in a situation yeah. where they're feeling like they want to take their own life then it's great that if, if we can support someone like that. Somewhere over the rainbow way up So I noticed when I was having a, a look through, um, one, just so that most people would know, if they went Googling you, they'd see that you're on The Voice yeah. on the auditions. Your audition was absolutely really exceptionally good. <laughs> Thank you. And was it Jennifer that turned for you? It was, yeah, Jennifer. What does it feel like when you actually get, when somebody actually turns on one of those chairs? Um, it was weird because I wasn't expecting anybody to turn I was so nervous I forgot that anybody were even supposed to turn I would just concentrate on getting to the end of the song and she did turn at the end so yeah it were, it were unexpected 
the voice is it's not um it's not my thing it's not my world um but i thought i'd give it a go they invited me on so i i thought i'd try it and see what it were about but <laughs> i had another young girl who came who was on the voice i think a lot of the time they actually look for people that are unsigned because what they're really doing is it's just another way of trying to find singers to sign up and the other person that came felt as though they got discarded and just dumped straight away yeah. so they could move on to somebody else and there wasn't any sort of like long-term plan there yeah when you actually go for the auditions just tell me what's it like do they, do they put you into a green room do they give you any prep well, I bypassed the audition because I were invited, so we went straight into a... There were certain people that were selected to bypass that stage and go straight into a room where there's cameras and you speak to a coach, not, you know, not one of the famous four. And I just performed a couple of my own, my own songs there and you just have a little chat and stuff. Um, it's, it was like in an in an hotel, so you're in a hotel oh, yeah. room essentially. Yeah, like they, I think they booked the whole hotel out for for these auditions and stuff. So yeah, it was a bit odd. It wasn't in a studio or anything like that. Oh, very good. <laughs> and you had, I noticed that you had quite a few people there with you. Who went with you? Ah, for the actual show. Yeah. Ah, that's different. Uh, so I know for the audi for the auditions. Before sure. you go on TV, you go. You you you're supposed to do an original audition, just in front of you know producers and things for, from the show all right and then you get sent to the thing that, that i ah, i see so to make sure that you don't you don't do the freeze halfway through because you forgot the word so yeah and then you go to an audition on tv so the audition on that were filmed for tv uh that's in a in a massive tv studio which is just incredible it's all them lights it's like it's like a spaceship <laughs> i felt yeah. like i were on a spaceship standing on this the whole stage, the floor, everything lights up. It's just, it's awesome. Oh, what yeah. a great feeling. Yeah. Your opening song on The Voice, that was a rocky song. Yeah, All Right Now by Free. All Right Free. Now by Free. Yeah. Awesome. There she stood in the street, smiling from her head to her feet. When you went through the audition and you got to speak to Jennifer, was this this was pre-lockdown as well? So there was no yeah, issues yeah. about speaking to people. Yeah, oh, this this was 2018, so it's quite yeah. a while ago. <laughs> now time flies, yeah. doesn't it? So as a coach, did Jennifer actually give you any help? Um, you actually have your own coach that's not one of the famous four. I have to give credit to. The, co the coach that I spent time with, she was absolutely amazing. Um, you, you do see one of the famous four for a little while, but it's it's they don't, it's really not. I don't want to like spoil t no, 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 TV no. show, but yes, we do. We really do. don't spend a lot of time with them. No, she told me that I had a lovely voice. Um, there was one point where they want you to do things their way, 
move yeah. how they say all this kind of stuff and you have to practice this and Jennifer was just like this looks absolutely crap just do what you feel and I think oh. God for that you know <laughs> finally somebody's realised that this looks terrible yeah so that will be Jake my uh, opponent who actually won more like a friend Every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you. Every single day, every word you say, every smile you fake, every claim you stake, I'll be watching you. Oh, how good is that? Yeah, we really got on me and Jake. It were... Yeah, you, you don't want to think of it as being rivalry. You want to be... The, genuinely, it does come over that you enjoy that experience. Yeah. It seems to be the same for every artist when they've been on. Yeah, well, we... we it was more like a duet, really. Not, not them... I think they even commented, which were a bit odd because I had a partner at the time as well, but they... Uh, I think it was Jennifer that said that we were getting a bit too close for comfort. Oh, well, no, that's the artist in you. Because you're committing yourself to doing it, and yeah. that's what you do. When I was having a look on the uh, wonderful world track on YouTube, there's quite a lot there to, to go and have a look of what you've done. Obviously, the first thing I do is I'm going to like everything. Yeah. Uh, but I noticed Matt Nee. Who's Matt Nee? Matt Nee is... Uh, a musician, a producer from Wakefield. He also has, he's got lots of different bands. He's the writer behind Dark Horse. He plays guitar in there as well, but he actually writes all, this, all the music. He also is uh, the lead guitarist and he does sing some stuff in Nizard. He's writing a, a soundtrack. Yeah, Nizard is one of his bands. I've been in Nizard for a little while. And at the minute he's writing a soundtrack for a film that's coming out soon, a short film made by Creative Wakefield. He's actually doing that as we speak today, so, yeah. So your background, if you like, you've experienced quite a, a, a few variations. I noticed that you, you're in some really nice studio situations when you were doing filmings. There was some music uh, such as Baby Be My Birthday. Yeah. And you said that it's going to be like a new single, but single, a new track. And I went looking for it and I couldn't find it. It is available for download from my site, that's what I mean. You got you get nothing from Spotify, nothing from any of those companies. Literally it's not point not 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 pence per stream. I can't Justify why you yeah. do it for them. I mean I've put a couple of things up over the rainbows on there. I don't see colours, I just see faces in is on there because it's more about getting the word out for those kind of things, but as, as artists, when you put all your time and your effort yeah. into it, you cannot live from that. No. Unless you get millions of streams, um, it's so difficult. In order to go and see that, your website, what's the address? It's www.jillyreilly.com. Jillyreilly.com? Yeah. Oh, so it'll be quite easy to see that. Yeah. I notice on most of the tracks, or is it all of them, where you actually play on them? I play all the instruments on my... Not on that one, that were a community-made single, that. But I usually play everything on, on all that. And you also <laughs> said that because you, you preferred the acoustic guitar to the electric guitar. Uh, no, it, it really depends. I perform acoustically, but I 
a lot of my stuff's quite rocky, so yeah, playing electric. In the studio, we've got lots of covers from CDs, and usually they act as a little bit of inspiration for people. And there's lots of kids coming, and they've never heard of people yeah. like. In fact, I've even had one that never even heard of Queen wow. and Rolling Stones. The parents should be educating them. I know. <laughs> My daughter's nearly 18 and she she knows so much about music. She's been exposed to so much. Usually when parents, if I get to see kids, I say to them, what you've got to do is think of music as being history. And you've got to do the research, find out about the basics. There's so much to listen to, you'll never in your life get to experience yeah. all the back catalogue of music. So you've got to at least get the main ones. Who, who's your inspiration? Lots of inspirations. Um, Jimi Hendrix, definitely, for guitar. Um, Betty Davis, the funk singer. I, I love funk, Sly and the Family Stone. I love metal. I love Rage Against the Machine. I love what they stand for. Quite a political band. Um, Led Zeppelin, Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin. So many. I could go oh, on and on good. all day. <laughs> the musical taste that you've got determines, I suppose, how... You enjoy your music, and that speaks volumes in that. So how would you categorise your genre then? This is a difficult one, you know. I've, I've actually asked friends and fans, what would you class it as? And they've said it's, it's a class of its own, it's just Jilly Riley, but I class it as uh, independent alternative soul. One of the tracks that you did that I really liked was the uh, No Dickety. Oh, no diggity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that got the right degree of funk. It got the quality of your voice. Uh, and it just shows how you was with... Was that with... Uh, Pierre Sitten. That, 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 he was my partner at the time, yeah. It really gelled did that. I was, that was first class. I noticed that you also did something on YouTube, the Rock for Refugees. Yeah. The sort of thing that you're into helping people. Obviously, the Rock for re Refugees. You're obviously very much in for supporting people yeah the rock for refugees I, um before doing that concert i actually went to the refugee camp in france through an organization called we are wakefield and we took supplies across and i managed to do a little bit of teaching in their makeshift school um and then the concert they've done several concerts it's organized to raise money for whatever they need you know whether it's ration boxes or... We did fund a school bus to pick up kids from... A, there's a lot of kids there without parents or... You know, well, they were. I mean, they've, they've closed the place down now. But at the time, there were kids, these kids have walked thousands of miles with just just people, you know, from the village. And it's quite it can be quite dangerous in some places. So we organised for a bus to go and pick kids up to come and bring them to the little school that's there so they could have an education. Um, people have got no idea what you see on the news is just not all what it's like it's devastating to see that I'm hoping that it's more or less closed now they, they closed the refugee camp as a way to try and deter people from coming across which is terrible um, but there's still people there there's people sleeping in bushes and you know under trees and sleeping things. in bushes I it's imagine terrible. isn't it yeah it's shocking mm. these people have come from you can't imagine waking up one morning, your house is, well, 
let's say you woke up in the middle of the night because your house is bombed, you go outside, your street's gone, your neighbours have gone, everybody's gone, you've got nothing left, you've, you've got your clothes on your back and Ooh. and that's it, people set off walking to try and find a place to settle. And Britain is famous throughout the world for being, you know, the land of dreams and freedom. Of course people want to come here. Of course they want to come here because they believe that this is where the dreams can come true, where they'll be accepted, mm. where, you know, and quite often they just turned away. So, Julie, if we're looking forward now, obviously we're going to make sure that we promote Over the Rainbow. Yeah. But what's next? Is there any collaborations at all? Well, I've got, I'm working on a new album right now. Um, I'm up to track 10 I think it's going to be a 12 track so I'll be releasing that later on this year I don't have a date for it yet it's quite difficult to organise that when you're doing everything yourself self-producing and all that lot so I'm going to say probably late summer maybe sometime in autumn that's going to be ready are any of the tracks on this on your website at the moment? no what was the website address again, Jilly? www.jillyreilly.com I'll see if I can remember that. So with the one final track that I put on, what should I put on? Which one of the records should we play? Summer Scat. Summer Scat? Yeah, because it's starting to get a little bit warmer now. So it's a summer song from a summer EP. Let's hope that we're going to have a far better summer this year than we did last day. <laughs> yeah. Let's get you out of lock- lockdown and get you performing. People want to hear you. And obviously we'll hear you on Five Towns Radio very soon. Thanks for coming in, Jilly. Thanks for having me. times are coming. I've got that feeling in my veins. It's time for colour to flood the fields again. Sunshine on butterflies Beneath the pretty skies Rainbows being through the summer rain Thank you for listening to this podcast Like many of the others These are all interesting people And they all deserve your support Please listen to the others in the series And hopefully speak to you again Wanna take my time